and welcome into the show. That's my new theme music, just static. Oh, I get very nauseous all of a sudden. Sip of coffee. Sometimes you ever have a sip of coffee and you just feel nauseous. Is that normal? Maybe that's not normal. <clears throat> um, hey, uh, it's Jeff. Again. And I wrote down the episode number and I forgot what it is. God, you'd think I would... This would... Uh, 700 and... Well, we'll get the exact figure here. 752... Uh, it's been a minute since I've recorded one of these. This is the Monday morning drive time hodgepod. Hodgepod. Where we talk about everything and anything we want to as I commute from South Jersey to Central Jersey. And it's about an hour's drive, and I'll probably talk today for about 45 minutes if I if all things go according to plan. Uh, I'm going to actually do another uh, movie review. I'm going to do a mobile movie review. I kind of did some... I watched a movie the weekend. I want to crack that out. So when I get off the highway, I'm going to switch to a, a different episode. They're going to come out back to back, though. So there'll be a kind of a continuum. Uh, episode 752, and then of course movie review 248. That'll be episode 753 of this MySpace the podcast. We are. Uh, it's about 8:25 a.m. in the Eastern Standard Time. Again, as previously mentioned, uh, broadcasting from the friendly confines of the inside of my Mazda C something X. I don't even know what kind of car I drive, which is. Uh, oh, I need gas. That's great. I went the wrong way for the gas. So that's... We're off to it. We're, we're, we're really... Um, we're doing it. I Hopefully there's a gas station up here on, my, on the right. I don't like to do a left-hand turn if I can avoid it. Uh, if you know what I'm saying. Which maybe you do. Maybe you don't. I don't know. I don't really care. Uh, it's been a weird couple weeks for me I, I haven't done one of these because I we had there was President's Day and then I got sick and I didn't go into the office on them I usually go in every Monday but it was two Mondays in a row where I did not go in so I have not been in I've not seen the office people in uh, uh, three weeks I guess now at this point uh, so and I was I was legit sick uh, so I'll talk about the sickness, I guess. So we'll rewind to President's Day, or the day before President's Day. Sun, that's Sunday. We go to the Crayola. I think it's called the Crayola Experience. Maybe a nod to Jimi Hendrix. I'm not sure. Uh, anyway, so we go there, and, and it's fine, but it's super crowded. And it's actually it's cool it's a cool place. Uh, try and go when it's not when you don't think it's gonna be as crowded. Uh, and that would be my only recommendation, I guess, for it because uh, it was it was stupidly crowded. I guess I have to do gas here on the left. I don't think there's any way around it. I don't think there's another gas station here. I'm really not so sure. Uh, I could chance it, but then where would that put us if we were on the entrance ramp for the highway and there's no freaking gas. So I guess I got to make a left hand in here and then another left hand out of here. Uh, should I chance it? I'm a ch- I don't know what to do. I'm going to chance it. I'm already regretting it immediately. Uh, whatever. There's gas. If I have to go around and get gas. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm in this new schedule now where I'm dropping my daughter off at kindergarten and then hopping in the car. So it's a, I usually do the morning drive early because I was still hitting so much traffic leaving early and it was taking me forever. And it was like, you know, let me just stick around and help out with the chilling in the morning and drop my daughter off 
the car and then just zoom from there. And, I'm, and last time I got in, last week I got in about 9.30 and so that's not so bad. And that, that's sort of how I'm hoping to plan it going forward here on Mondays. And uh, anyway, back to the story. Still not, not seeing any gas. There's of course a Wawa, but no, it's, a, it's just a convenience store Wawa. It's no gas. So the President's Day weekend, we go up, we, just, we stay at a hotel in Easton, PA, and it's a lovely room. Uh, we got a suite room. It's the biggest hotel room I think I've ever stayed in my life. It was like expansive. Uh, the suite setup like had its own real. It had its own freaking zip code on one side of it to the other. It was one of these weird. Not weird. I said it's weird for me because I don't. I don't normally do that kind of stuff. But it was. Uh, it's lovely. It was quite lovely. Uh, otherwise, weird hotel. There's the Estonian, the Grand Estonian, I think it's called. And um, yeah, it was. It was an interesting place. Uh, Easton is an interesting place. Oh, here's gas. Okay, so we're gonna stop and do the gas. And the fucking wallet. Uh, is in here, please. Oh man, where's my wallet? Just waiting for the gas man. How you doing? Can you still have radio, please? Thank you. filling up the car right before the highway so that worked out well this gas station I'm at a uh, Conoco Conoco and we used to have a gas card my wife had a gas card for work but now we don't and so I'm usually not the one filling up the car because I only use it on Mondays pretty primarily so but still, it's annoying if you don't get that free gas money. Okay. Um, I need a haircut badly. It's like I keep thinking, like, oh, I, just, I feel like I just got a haircut. But it's like, no, I got a haircut like three weeks before Thanksgiving. So now it's March. So, yeah, my hair is looking. It's shaggy, man. It's some shaggy. It's a shaggy do. And I have a weird thing about getting my haircut now where it's, it's another one of these anxiety-inducing uh, uh, events that I have to now add to the list of things that uh, I put off doing like it's the plague 
for fear for fear of having anxiety attacks. That's neither here nor there. Uh, trying to see where the gas guy is. He's somewhere working. Um, <clears throat> so back to the sickness story. Twenty-eight sixty-five is my tote. On the gas, not bad actually. I think it's a pretty cheap. This is a pretty cheap station. Usually it's like thirty something. Okay, uh, get your seat. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Have a good one. Seat because I like to do my uh, I do my like uh, banking, my totaling, and I need to get that those figures correct. Very important. Nice guy, let me go uh, in a truck. Okay, let me pull out of that, that's that lot, parking the gas station parking lot, and we're on our way here. So, neither here nor there, but I, it was the first kind of day I got kind of, uh, had a little, I got a little tipsy, I guess, of the whole New Year, because I've been, I have not been drinking much. Although this weekend I did, get, did I, had four, I had four IPAs on Saturday, and that's like enough to basically constitute like a major hangover at this point for me. Which is, like, now I'm sort of wondering this whole thing. Not that I've said this a million times, but, like, what I don't know what the fucking point is, really. Because it's, like, the benefits and the detriments to it. I'm trying to, like, weigh it. And it's, like, I don't know. Why? Why? What's, what's the point? So, I mean, I'm I'm actually fine with how, what I've... I mean, I've drank, like, three, three times in the, in the new year. So, it's, like, something I'm phasing out. And, uh, yeah. I, yeah, I'm trying to, like, get, you know what, you know what I, I, I enjoyed? <clears throat> I had a martini, um, I think one and a half martinis. And that was, like, this, that was, like, enough, it's enough, like, shot of, like, uh, hard alcohol that you, like, feel the effects. But it's also, and so you, like, get something get like the relaxing I guess benefits of it but then also like it's it's a little amount in the in in total uh that I don't feel like crap the next day so that there you go that's not in here neither here nor there but I did kind of feel a little ill on President's Day uh from having the, when I had a few I think that night I had like five or six beers uh that day because we went out to eat and then we got beers for the hotel room so we we're just on vacation so Tuesday was it Tuesday? I'm trying to get my timeline here. This is after this has been like it feels like I'm in a, a weird like time is moving fast, but then it also feels like it's moving slow in a weird way. Like I, I just feel like that was not that long ago, and but I, I guess it was now. It's going. It's almost two weeks ago to the day I started to feel sick, and um, I've had a, I've had this cold. I still have a, a cold, and actually in the last two days this cold has ramped up. 
its effect on my uh, call. I have like a sore throat every morning again. Uh, it's it's and really it's related. The cold stuff's related to my son. He's eight months old. Who's just is uh, bringing back these germs from the daycare, which are just I'm I'm getting them every every time. And so I, I've had this baseline cold that just won't go away that I've had since the holidays, which is upsetting in a way. And, and you put it in just feeling sick in general. And you, and you think of all this hysteria going on with the coronavirus. Uh, can I get a line with this coronavirus or what? Uh, so you, you put it in perspective of that. And even though, look, there's no, I have no reason to believe that many were near uh, susceptible to, to anywhere, but, you know, but, but maybe in Easton, you know, that, that was another thing. It was like maybe someone had flown to internationally and it was, it was packed at that Crayola thing. So like cr doing stuff in crowds and traveling right now is like really, it, it is, I, I've like sus succumbed to the fear of this in a weird way, but it's all, it's all related to the fact that I have not felt well. And so it's just like, I'm already like, well, my immune system's fucked right now. So I'm the one who's like in the danger zone for getting this and then getting it like badly. Uh, even though I shouldn't believe that there's any real chance of me getting it, but you know, you, you knock on wood, you knock on your head, your head's made of wood. Why do people not, I guess when there's no wood around, you just pretend your head is made out of wood, so people do that. Is that something people do? I don't know. I do it. <clears throat> uh, so, I, to, but the thing about my sickness I got was one of the weirdest sicknesses I've ever had in my life. It came on like a fever, and I had some mild kind of nausea. But not like a, you know when you get the, the, the stomach bug, which is a 24 hour thing and you barf and you probably have some diarrhea. I had some, I had like a softer poop in the morning. I wouldn't even call it full-fledged diarrhea, but it was weird. Something was, it was off. But then I didn't really, then I, that, that day I just kind of peed like crazy. And the pee felt weird coming out of me and I had chills and I had a definite fever on Tuesday. And so I had this fever for about 36 hours. And uh, that was responding to like Tylenol or whatever, or you know, uh, the generic, you know, fever-reducing drugs. Um, so it wasn't like I, you know, I was like I was fine, but the the other symptoms were really to come, I guess, because the next day started a four-day um, diarrhea fest. I'll just call it. Uh, where I had something moving through my body that was producing 100% liquid. I should trigger warning this just for grossness, which I don't like to talk about the grossness, but I think I need to put it on record uh, to because I've never had I've never had anything like this. The fever pretty much went away, and I just was sort of ache, pain, had aches and pains, and my back was really sore, and I had this diarrhea. 10, 15 times a day I'm going to the bathroom. And I'm thinking like, okay, maybe this was just a gastro thing and just leaving my body. And I'm like, that's fine. Then it goes on the second day. The third day, and then I'm, then I'm, and I'm, and it's smelling. It's smelling this sickly, it's a, I, the only thing I could describe it is a sickly sweet smelling to the poop. And it just, it reeked. It was the foulest thing I've ever emitted in my life. And... I, of course, Googling, which I don't love to do, but this was so, I felt like the symptoms are so unique that I was like, let me just Google this. This is like really weird. It's water poop that smells sweet. And 
of course, you, if you Google that those things, the one uh, thing, the first thing that comes up that matches it almost exactly is this thing called C diff. And I talked about this briefly. I think I did, did do a short podcast in the middle of my recovery. Uh, but here's the in-depth report. Something, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Colossium, the different, I don't know. So it's got, I don't know the real name, but C diff. And usually what you get it from is taking antibiotics. And the antibiotics remove a, ba- a good bacteria from your, uh, your, in your intestinal or colon system. And that, in the, in, in the, the removal of that allows this bad bacteria. So it's really a bacterial infection, uh, the C. diff. And it causes this really crazy diarrhea that smells bad. And it sounded exactly like what I had. And it says, like, it could be accompanied with this little fever at first. I was like, I had that. And it's like, but it's very rare to get this if you are not an elderly person, if you, if you not, not from antibiotics. Usually it happens right after you've been on a normal kind of uh, uh, amoxicillin or something like that. It, it can happen to you. So, <clears throat> I, uh, I make a doctor's appointment because I need to find, I, you know, I need to get like a primary care doctor anyway. And, uh, I make it for Monday because I'm, it's, you know, I was like, I'm still feeling ill enough where I'll take off from work on Monday and then just go, this was, this was a week ago today. I went to see the doctor. And at that point, it was like, it, in the last 12 hours before then, it had kind of stopped, but I was still like nervous you know, I had like but like I had not been going as much like that on Sunday it was sort of like dissipated um and the doctor was like yeah this is it sounds exactly like that he's like you're not wrong to make a, an appointment because I'm like yeah I've never had a a gastro thing that lasts for that many days and it's like you know she's like I, but she thinks in the end it was just really a virus that my system was passing through and that was uh Part of it. I will say that I started in the process of me trying to figure out what was wrong and healing my body. I got a lot of uh, I ate a lot of Activa Activia yogurt, the probiotic yogurt, uh, which I guess is sort of a bit of a marketing ploy. Uh, but it, it got me hook, line, and sinker because it says like 50, it, something on the label says like 50 million live pro- probiotics, and that's like a good way. You know, I think in my in general. I need to eat more of that kind of stuff to balance out like some of that, my other diet and my my kind of my what do you call it your microbiome or whatever your gut your gut uh, bacteria. <clears throat> so I feel like because I ate all this acti- activity yogurt, and I tell you what, not to be gross, not to be TMI, but I had the most amazing, beautiful poops this week that I think I've ever had in my life, and. I was like, damn, this has to be related to me introducing this Activia yogurt into my system kind of on a daily basis. So I'm an Activia boy now. I'm a, I'm, I'm a stan, if you will. I stand for that uh, Activia yogurt. Isn't that a... I feel like it's the same brand. that is that the Jamie Lee Curtis one that she hawks? So I get it. I think it works. Maybe just yogurt in general would have done the trick, and this was a weird... Because I think all yogurt pretty much has the the probiotics maybe they do something to Activia that makes it like crazy probiotic I'm not sure uh so so yeah I can say that that once I got better that was 
a nice kind of added additional uh, bonus. It was like a little treat for myself. Um, oh boy, yeah, so. But then my son got the sickness and he was sort of, uh, he had a bit of a fever and he had the poop. And now he got this, and then he got a crazy cold because it's because of this, this like germ fest at his daycare. It's, it's stupid how many like kids are just the woman who runs it. She runs it out of her house and very nice, and she takes good care of the kids. You know, I think she's very good, but she kind of has an open door policy for illness. So all these kids in there. One kid came in there today, looked like it was from uh, like a uh, um, a prop from some sort of horror horror movie. It was leaking. Like just, I dropped my kid, uh, son off at the same time as this girl, and she was like a little older than him. She's like one and a half. <clears throat> She's just leaking shit out of her face, and I'm like, yep, you just got a little bit better of the stomach thing. Now you're gonna get, the, and then sure enough, it was all hell, hell. This the 17th version of the cold hit the house and hit my son hard. He's got a cough and he's got like respiratory, like, and so it just it sucks in a way because it's like. I don't know if this is going to be good long-term for him because my daughter, knock on wood again, she doesn't get any of this. She never gets fucking sick. She hasn't had a fever in like three years. I think she hasn't had a fever since she was two years old. And she was never, but she was, she, you know, it wasn't the exact opposite. She never got sick even as a baby. She just had, and she was in a one-on-one -on -one daycare situation or two-on-one. Uh, so she wasn't in this kind of like environment with a lot of germs and I always thought that the environment with a lot of germs is good because it builds up immunity going forward but she didn't have that and she's got a great immunity and now my son's always getting sick so I don't know maybe that stuff is like genetic I don't really know uh, I'm not a scientist I just play one on this podcast <clears throat> uh, but you hear I'm, I'm still hawking up loogies every day this is like day number 75 where I, I hawk up green shit in a row. I swear to God. I don't know if it, So that's why I'm like, I'm just, all this doom and gloom with the coronavirus stuff is, and then in fact, that I got that like, got the, the, the fever, diarrhea illness on top of it. It's just, it's like, I just want to feel like a normal human being for one day. And just to kind of, so, because I feel like it's so hard to, that, it's hard enough to just get by every day, and then you feel like you do. Sometimes when you're when you're like this in this perpetual state of illness, various illnesses, <clears throat> it's just like it's, it's like enough already. It's like come on. Um, Speedy boy here. Here's a speedy boy. Hey, speedy boy. Smells like my car's on fire, weirdly enough. Anyway, that was my week, last week and a half, two weeks, in a nutshell. Um, and like 
we're at this also my 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 wife does most of the nighttime stuff with the, my son and like she's kind of a hot mess right now with, with dealing with that and, and we still swaddle the child and he's like too big to be swaddled and it's like clear clear enough that he's just like got to turn over so we got it so but then he's sick so it's like this whole sleep with him is like he's just not a good sleeper at night and it's all related to all this stuff being sick and being like too old, too big and still getting swaddled not used to sleeping without the swaddle though so he's in this weird kind of like transitional period that we've been putting off for various reasons and our house is like the one it's a nice house and it's just small with the rooms and it's uh an issue with uh, him waking up our daughter and it's uh, it's a whole thing right now where and every morning it's 515 to you know basically 515 on the dot everyone's awake and we're like we don't know how to get out of this like hell that we've created now with the in insane early because it's like by the time I just dropped my daughter off it was, I feel like I've been up for 17 hours and I could just like ah, that was my day I'm ready to go back to bed but I have a whole other day of work to do, so it's like this weird, like, not great position to be in. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It'll eventually probably even itself out, or maybe not. Maybe it's like going to be like this for the next 17, 18 years, uh, which is, I mean, not ideal to think of it in those terms. But I think it'll it'll even out, hopefully sooner than later, rather than later. But it's 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 at, it's like a, at a weird way, it's like in your you you feel like you, it's you're controlling this because it's like they're you know but it's sort of out of your hands at some point you're just like you just have to roll with it and be like make the best of what that is because I think you can just complain and complain and bitch and moan about this stuff but man your problems are not as bad as other people's problems most of the time uh, even if they feel like they're the like these insurmountable issues that you can't escape but uh and it's a never-ending hell that you're trapped yourself in um it, it, there's just no respite at all but there is there is respite there's uh there's plenty of good you just gotta find it you gotta live your truth new song my new single uh, and so I was going to do the movie review next. I'm not. I'm trying not to talk about the movie. Uh, very pleasantly surprised. So, uh, surprising movie quality of movie I saw. Uh, kind of a whim. Uh, very. We'll talk all about it. It was uh, one I just kind of put on randomly on Saturday. I'm trying to think if there's any other. Anything else I wanted to talk about? I, I was gonna make a list of topics, but I, uh, again, I forgot to do that. Um, my my list making skills, right? So I have these like apps where I do, uh, and I find myself struggling to like check off the list, and. I gotta like hone in on, on, on a better way of doing the list. I I decided because I'm, what I'm doing is just not working. It's just really not working at all. Um, 
very self-defeating to like make it to like say you're gonna do something and then just you don't do the things you so it's you got to figure out maybe simplifying it focusing on one or two things only per day <clears throat> um, I try to find methods uh, uh, do, like ways to do things and it's not always easy to find the right kind of uh, Uh, process. It's really about process. Guys, tailgating me. Where do you want me to go, you fucking piece of shit? Wow, I think he saw me mouth that at him, and now he's uh, backed off. Just your standard road rage here as we uh, pass the memorial for Joel. Someone uh, named Joel just ran into a tree there on the left. Chevy something or other. I don't know how he, um, even can go that fast in that car. It's just an, when, when, when you're driving like a maniac, it, it's usually people who, first of all, they're not very smart because you're on this road, right? Like you can't, he's immediately now and just, he's a hundred yards ahead of me. This guy passed us on like two, well, and we like flew, flew, flew by us on the right. He's already behind, stuck behind people, tailgating people again. So it's like this very odd behavior where you're basically saying like, I'm gonna just drive myself insane uh, and maybe kill myself and many others in the process. So it's a weird way to live. Uh, not, you know, I, I, I'm not, I like to go, I think, at pretty fast speed, and I feel like, I always like to think of it as this. If everyone drove exactly like me, we'd, I'd be fine with that, because uh, I drive perfectly. But, now he's stuck in the middle lane. Now he's going back and forth, left to right. You can, I can just see this guy's little uh, mouse brain spinning, spinning around in his large, ugly skull. Uh, and, you know, we're all, we're all just going, where are we going? Where are we all, where are we all doing? Where are we going? Like, where, what's, what's everyone doing? We're all just trying to travel through the world and hopefully get to where we're going alive. Uh, there's no such thing as lateness around time. It's just all relative, really. 
Look at me. Now I'm in the world where I get to work at 9.30 p.m. Or a.m. Craziness. Absolute bonkers insanity. But nonetheless, nonetheless, here we are. Ain't that right, love? That's a bad accent. Not that I'm good at accents, but that was especially bad, even for me. Oh, okay, I did, okay, now I, I found out. I forgot, I remembered one thing I was gonna talk about. I saw, I watched yesterday, cause I was, I was sort of, uh, I, I was dealing with this cold and uh, I stayed home with the baby. So, I watched Don't Fuck With Cats. I think that's what the name of the show is. And, man, It's a, it's a show on Netflix that, uh, so I almost turned it off within five minutes starting it. And Chuck Klosterman, he recommended it, or he saw, he did like a weird recommendation and he talked about it on a podcast. And I, I was sort of, I had, I'd seen the, uh, you know, the thumbnail on I'd scroll by and watch the trailer, I think, on Netflix. So I was already aware of it, and I was like, it does seem interesting. And to their credit, they never really show any of the actual um, kitten torture. But a, a wild story uh, that... It's a weird way to frame the story about these cats, because... Well, I, you know, I... So I went back and forth with this. The movie, the movie, and, and I'll spoil it right now. The movie and the show. It's a three-part, three-episode limited series. Basically a long documentary. It could have just been like a long-ass documentary. I watched it all in one sitting, basically, so it felt like a movie to me. Maybe I'll do a proper movie review on this. TBD. Uh, because I, I'm very conflicted. I, I, I got sucked into it, but it was just... You get sucked in. It's the kind of thing you'll you'll either turn it off in the first five minutes, or if you if you get past that initial five, five ten minutes ish of the setup and the the, the sick the sickening uh, reality of what what's what this is about and this guy, you'll um, almost certainly watch the whole thing. I think so. You you get it's a you get trapped in into it, and you're like, oh, I have to just see. Where, I have to fucking see where this leads now, and it leads a crazy to crazy uh, 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 twists and turns. And it's it's well done. It's well produced. Like you know, it's it's not some like podunk docu series. Some of these you can tell are just like kind of half-baked and they're just, for whatever reason, don't have the money to, to put it together with like the uh, B-roll shots and, but, but this one looked good and it was, it was, it was a well, it was a well-made uh, effort. Um, but what this story is about is not really about cats because it, it it's, this guy's torturing animals, they're putting videos on the, inter, on the internet 
in and people are basically total amateur sleuths trying to uh, figure out uh, who who this guy is trying you know catch him obviously you can't uh, it's uh, it's illegal to do that but do, but do cops really care about that's the when it comes down to is cops don't really care about this but when it turns out this guy does and again spoilers he ends up he ends up fucking killing a real a human and they like the whole third episode is basically about that and then this manhunt for him because he released the video of him killing the guy on the internet too he kills a man on the internet fucking crazy I, I didn't remember this happening 2011, I think, was when he killed the guy, and 2010 was when he was killing the cat, doing the cat videos. Uh, a real sicko, and the story is just is wild. And, and after I watched it, I read up on the actual story, and this is just off Wikipedia, and, and there's not. I didn't like do a huge deep dive. There's obviously this guy in this guy's bio, Luca Magnata. I don't think that was a phony name. He changed his name. Clearly a sociopath guy, but the, the official story is he's just allegedly tied to these cat videos still. Like, I don't know if they ever hardcore... Uh, Like on, on the official record, I mean, obviously the cops when they're trying to prosecute the murder, it's sort of, it's not, it's not, it's not like it doesn't matter. Like the cat stuff wouldn't be, I think it would clearly be admissible that this guy's deranged. Uh, but but they didn't seem to like use that much in the case. It was more just about the hard, the hard evidence that he did in fact kill this guy, this this guy he met on Craigslist and filmed and released on the internet. But the very ending shot of, of this is the one of the, the one uh, main kind of lady who was in charge of the Facebook group that was doing the sleuthing. Body moving is what her alias online was. De I think Deanna was her real name. She goes and she looks at the camera. She goes, "What does this say about you that you watch this and all?" And I was like, "This is fucking like." the fucked up shit, man, like, to, to, I, because I, I did just sit through three episodes of this shit, and then you're gonna fucking turn, like, I felt very betrayed by the idea of entertainment in that moment, because I was like, what the fuck, you know, like, why, why do we watch anything? Why do we shell out zillions of dollars and say, it's like, just, I'm just trying to pass the time here. I didn't be called out by some character, like some essentially a character in a story, because this is a true. These true crime ones, are very popular. I understand. You know, obviously, the appeal is it, it, it speaks to our, the the slivers of darkness in our own souls that uh, you know we would never act on. Or, you know, most ninety nine point nine percent of the population, but it, it, they exist. They're, they're you know. The human mind is capable to go to these dark places, and there's something salacious about it. I'm not even a, I'm not even a huge, uh, you know. I, I I was looking at my recommendation recommendation slot tab on on Netflix, 
It was like every other show was some true crime thing. I'm like, I don't. When have I? I've, I've watched like I watched the Ted Bundy thing, uh, the movie and the document docu series. Sure, okay, fine. I did watch both. I think the same director did both of those. By the way, I think I've, I heard that recently, which is really interesting. And um, I watched Mind Hunter, which is okay. That's in the same ballpark, you know, at least. And I, uh, try, you know, I watched the Making of a Murderer when that was everyone watched that. Uh, that but I didn't even watch. Did they do a second season? Of that? I didn't watch the second season of that. I'm not. I wouldn't call myself a junkie for this kind of thing. You know, like I, I have some fascination more with like the serial killers than I do with just like the just any true crime story. And this was more of like a serial killer esque story in that this how this guy was playing with the media and playing with the internet it's, it's, it's an interesting story like it's it's a horrible story sad and I think a lot of the criticism that this is being leveled uh, against uh, this production is that they don't respect the human that was killed uh, you know that's more I, I, I thought they did okay with that I mean, the, the framing of the show, Don't Fuck With Cats, is a title that, you know, is, is just there to grab attention. So, I mean, it's sort of... The story is so much bigger than fucking with cats, obviously. It's, it's, it's a whole story about culture and internet culture and just uh, the obsession with uh, notoriety and, and, and uh, clout and fame. And it was it just it's an interesting show by the, the and the, the last shot got me though I was just I it was you know ticked me off and I think it was supposed to tick you off a little bit watching it but um, I felt myself being like more mad at that than I should probably but I just was like man that's fucked up I'm just trying to I'm just here let me watch my program. Don't, don't fucking comment on who I am as a person at the end of this because I watched your stupid show. Uh, and I'm surprised that there wasn't a documentary about this sooner because this happened 2010, 2011. It seems like the primo subject for a documentary just because of how, how crazy. If it was just about the cats, then or whatever. But the fact that this guy does become a, like a, a, a deranged murderer of people like is, is wild. And... I think that the one thing that it lacked was that it didn't go into the, uh, you know, you, I wanted some like hard evidence where they like found this guy's computer because he was so tied to the internet that I feel like in this, in this whole show was being built around this, these internet sleuths for the first uh, half of it, at least the first uh, episode and a half or even the first two episodes was almost solely focused on that. Whereas the third episode becomes more about the police investigation. Uh, I would have liked to have seen some evidence that he was the one doing posting. He was the one who created all these aliases. He was, uh, cause there was not a lot of that to be honest. Um, no, one, you know, where was his computer? They must've had some evidence where they, they tied some of this digital footprints to him and they didn't, didn't give you that as so. So I feel like just as that, just from a, just from a, uh, You know, it was the word I'm looking for. Like, uh, just, just the, 
how because the, the movie was framed so tied so closely tied to his internet use I would have liked to have seen some like more like how did they figure out that he was the one posting this because they kind of left that up to like of course he was the guy and it's like yeah I assume he is the guy yeah but it's like would have been nice to see some of that evidence uh, but I guess at that point he's, you know, the evidence was just forensic and they were just caring about what the fuck is going on there's a helicopter flying the helicopter like right like 50 feet off the ground here <clears throat> there's a big pharma uh, what is this helicopter doing it's literally just hovering above this building like 50 feet off this parking lot it's kind of a quiet helicopter honestly for being that low anyway let's don't fuck with cats you know, it's hard, it's, it feels more like a movie to me than a show because it, it, I think you kind of should watch it in one sitting. I think it's, 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 it flows like that. And it is about three hours long altogether. So it's a long ass movie, but I'm trying to think of like, uh, didn't, um, isn't like air, isn't like a thin blue line, like three plus hours long. There is, there is historical uh, precedence for, documentaries being super long I mean you can look at the Ken Burns things and those he, I think he, those are like 17 hours long but I mean obviously they're broken up some of the, some of the stuff he's done is crazy long but you're not supposed to watch it in one day but uh I don't know if he considers them movies or just shows what's the difference who cares it's, just, it's a dumb thing to care about uh but here I am caring about it So anyway, I guess I'll start the movie review now. So if you if you enjoyed this, and God knows why you would, uh, you can tune into the next episode, 753. 753 coming right at you. Uh, in a matter of moments, I'll be recording it now. And um, this one went 46 minutes long, so not bad. Uh, this this podcast is over. Go in peace, but don't go too far. Cause stick around for the next one. It's coming right up.